Generally though, I'd say also like A-B testing is a best practice. Uh, we've been doing that internally, honestly, like A-B testing, gating versus not gating. I think it's easy to assume that customers will prefer one or the other or show results, but sometimes the best thing you can just do is test it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Behind Experience where we give you an inside look behind top product-led experience. Each week, we give you inspiring new examples, proven strategies, and hard-earned lessons from experts. This is one of your co-hosts, Family John. One of my other co-hosts, Lila, is on vacation today. Today, we have, I'm excited to be chatting with Natalie. She is the head of growth and operations at Nevadic, a solution for product-led companies to create interactive product demos. I'm as much I'm very bullish on on product demos and anything that you can ungate that would, that would be great. So we're going to be digging in on that really, really deeply tonight uh, today, as well as showing Nevadic uh, in all its glory. <laughs> Natalie, how are things with you uh, today? Doing well. It's day before a long weekend, so mm. can't complain. Yeah, I'm excited to chat all things interactive product demos. <laughs> well, let's jump. Let's jump right in. Uh, you know, for people who are are tuning in, um, they might not have seen an interactive product demo before, or they have and they don't know that it is. Can you briefly describe what an interactive product demo is and is not? Yeah, I think the best way to describe it is essentially like a try before you buy experience, but for software. Um, so what that means is that you can test out a product. It looks and feels like the real thing. It's not just screenshots and you can walk through it, but you don't need a salesperson walking you through it to create an account. You're just like instantly seeing that product and kind of using it a little bit. People might not have seen this before, but you know, like uh, an example I can think of, we'll, we'll probably get to that. But Google Analytics was one of the things I, I thought of before where they have like this this, uh, this demo that people can click in. But what are other uh, companies that you've seen use uh, product product demos really well? Um, maybe even Nevada customers who are using it really well. Yeah, I'll start with some Nevada customers and give some other examples. Um, so some of our favorite Dually, they have it on their product mm, pages. Yeah. So instead of kind of just the static screenshots that we're all used to on product pages that like give you a tiny glimpse of what the product is, but not enough, they have these little bite-sized ones that are really cool because you can, again, get a tiny experience of the feature without getting the whole thing. So it still makes you want to sign up or try more. And then as far as some, yeah. sorry, I was just going to say some non-Nevatic ones. Mm. Um, I remember Unbounce. I don't know if they still have oh, yeah. this, but they used to, where you used to be able to instantly start creating uh, websites and editing them from their actual website. This wasn't a Nevatic demo. This is something they built in-house. But basically, mm. trying a little bit of the product before actually signing up. Mm. That makes makes sense. I'm a big fan of Dooley. I'm a big fan of their marketing and uh, their people. Like right, like uh, I think Camilla and a few others folks that work there. So great to see that they're one of the Nevada customers. One of the things I'm curious about is, uh, and I'm sure you've heard this asked uh, before. I don't like if a product like company already has a free trial or a freemium. Why, like, why not just drive people to to sign up for that free trial and and so so offer this interactive product product demo? What would you respond to those people who ask that? Yeah, so we actually dug into the data a bit and found mm -hmm. that about forty percent of our current customers actually have some type of PLG motion. So it's pretty common for PLG companies to still want an interactive product demo. I think there are a few main reasons. Um, one, so let's say you have a little more complex of a product or something that requires personal or maybe just like more in-depth data to see value. So for example, one of our customers is Ramp. They are, you know, FinTech, expense management. You have to enter your bank account in a free trial to see value. 
And not everyone's ready to enter their bank account the first time they see a product or interact with it. Um, so they put uh, an Explore product CTA on their website. They have a great interactive product demo. But as you go along, they're still prodding you to do a free trial. They're still CTA saying, do a free trial. That's the ultimate goal. But this way, people can see the product, get a little familiar, and then say, okay, I'm ready now to put my credit card or put in my bank information. Another reason might be if you're someone who has a free trial and you have a lot of people who are just kind of like abandoning it, right? Like low mm -hmm. conversion rates. Yeah. If you want to kind of get out those people who are just there to kind of poke around the product, um, then you can, in they can do that on the website instead. And then they get an idea for it rather than kind of messing up your data and your free trialers with all those people who really just want to get a, a quick glimpse of what this is. Make, that makes a ton of sense. I think I love that you brought up that data, you know, like, and am I, are you seeing more, uh, I can see like, especially where it takes a while for the product to get to the aha moment that an interactive product demo might actually be very, very helpful. Uh, an example might even be AppQs where you have to install a JavaScript, you know, you have to bother the engineering team and get it installed. Is that what you're seeing? Like a good, you know, those product -led companies are free trial freemium, but it takes a while to get, get it installed is, is a great company that could be taken, take advantage of an interactive product demo. Yeah, that's a perfect example. And I was actually a customer of Novatic before joining. And what mm -hmm. we had is I was at a, like a CRM company and to see value, you had to import your data, right? And um, yeah. you might not have access to your leads as an individual sales rep. You might not be like allowed to, or you might just not trust, like this is your personal lead list. Do I want to just put it in a random free trial? So we experimented instead with an interactive demo where they could immediately mm -hmm. see the value without having to import anything. That makes a, a ton of sense. And I, I also imagine that a lot of sales-led companies uh, that are looking to take advantage of product-led growth, <laughs> which is, you know, people have been talking a lot more in the last couple of years. This is a great, like, starting ground. Like, trying to build a free trial premium, it, it takes a while, especially if that's not something that the, the organization has capabilities of. Definitely. I always kind of call this, like, PLG light. And mm. these interactive demos, I don't think we mentioned this yet, but they're no code. So as a marketer, you could create one of these in 30 minutes. So while going PLG might take six months to a year, mm. you can, you know, make an interactive demo in 30 minutes. And our general time from like sign to go live is about two weeks. Um, wow. So if you're someone who wants to go PLG, but maybe wants to test it first, maybe wants to see how customers react to it first, this is also a good way to sort of prove that out without needing six months to a year of investment. Makes total sense. The other thing I'm really curious about is who, who who are you seeing owning this interactive product demos? Are you seeing more product managers or even maybe like customer facing marketers are the ones who are owning this uh, product demo, or even maybe the sales team? I'm, I'm really curious who, who you're finding owns this, creating this, uh, this interactive product demo. So we see a mix of different kind of product owners. I'd say the main ones are, you know, product marketers or growth marketers mm -hmm. or actually solution engineers. It's not typically the salesperson themselves, even though they might be the end users of this. It's usually the builders, as we describe it, are yeah, product marketing, growth, and then solution engineers. And then the users are more, you know, lead gen, demand gen, and then salespeople. Oh, make, makes sense. Uh, thank you for sharing that. I want to jump into a few Nevadic screens right from Nevadic. So this is behind the experience. So I'm going to be digging into the Nevadic experience. Uh, for, for people who are tuning in, I'm seeing the main Nevadic side. It says creative interactive product demos. And as soon as somebody clicks in, there's obviously main front and center is uh, try 
we let our product speak for itself probably below. And this is queen of Google Analytics demo. I think the first question I'm curious about is like your why Google Analytics? And you said, you know, before we we rec started recording, you said this is this is actually a new experience. What was it before? And why did uh, the Google Analytics demo the main background that you build uh, the the team built nomadic experience around? Yeah, so this is actually a week old, so brand new. Um, what we used to have was kind of this dual experience where one side was an example demo, and it actually also was Google Analytics. I'll touch on why Google Analytics in a second. But then the other example was a demo of Nevada using Nevada. Um, and we, we realized people weren't really understanding that dual concept. It was like what you build versus what you build with. But that wasn't as obvious of people who weren't familiar with interactive demos. So we said, instead, let's just make one really short one as if you were building a Google Analytics demo. Um, I still think there's more experimentation to be done here. One thing that we've actually really struggled with is it's a very meta concept to have an interactive demo of an interactive demo. Uh, <laughs> so how do you best describe that? Yeah. And the reason we've been choosing Google Analytics is because one, you most people know what it is. So you know mm. that we are not Google Analytics because we mm. used to, way back when, we used to have an oh. example app. Right. And the example app, people would be like, oh, this is Nevadic. And it's like, no, 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 this is an example right. app. Mm. Um, but what's nice about Google Analytics is people are like, okay, that's not Nevadic. Um, and then two, partly it's our ICP is marketers. So it's something that they're just going to be familiar with. And I kind of, right. whenever you see something like that, it tells you a little bit in your head, like, oh, this is yeah. for me because this is an example mm. I understand. That totally makes sense. That was my best guess would be like your your main users are, are marketers. And even then, like, engineers or entrepreneurs would know like Google Analytics here. So, you know, oh, I understand. It's interesting. Another really interesting in in insight is that, you know, when you had that fake app, people got confused. It's like, oh, is this Nevadic? And then Google Analytics is, it makes it more clear that it's it's not Nevadic itself, but it's uh, a demo of, of Nevadic on top of Google Analytics. Uh, that's what I found with like f using fake data would be like people get confused if it's their data or not. And this, this, this is a great workaround, uh, and it's something that you found uh, through this is what I'm hearing. Yeah, and like I said, we're still testing, so we're still trying to see what the optimal experience is. Um, but right now, from what we've seen so far, it seems like this experience is just a little more clear as far as what you're actually going through and what you're building rather than before the dual experience, I think, which mm. is a little too much, especially for above the fold. Like, I think we realized we were maybe throwing people in for the full thing a little too early. Um, right. Oh, so that's why you the above the fold is like, did it used to be above the fold and then you kind of moved it down? So, oh, it's still above the fold. I'm sorry. Mm. It is. So yeah. like, that demo's right above the fold. Okay. Makes sense. It was a much longer demo though, too. Um, and we actually mm. tell our customers, we realized we weren't following our best practices. We say like, honestly, like uh, six to 10 steps. We see a big mm. drop off rates around eight steps. Um, so we realized like a, a long demo as the first thing you see above the fold might just be too far along for people who are just coming to the website. And one thing we're thinking about for future iterations of the website is maybe having kind of as I alluded to with Dooley on the feature pages, right? Maybe that's where we have the more in-depth features where they can really walk through it after they've been a little more educated. That makes a, that makes a ton of sense. Uh, another really interesting insight I found here is like, you know, people are clicking through this demo. One of the things I found interesting is around this feature around uh, blurring data. And I have a hunch that this is like something that probably came up over and over again from, you know, questions to the sales teams. Like, can I blur my, my, my customer's data because privacy is on top of mind? 
am I is that like an assumption I'm making, or like is there another um, reason why blurring is is made one of the steps that you you get um, prospects to to click around this um, interactive product demo? Yeah, you hit it on the head that it really was like an aha moment in the demo mm. when people saw that you could edit yourself or your mm. captures, what we call them. Um, fact that you know if you take a capture of your application and then you can go and edit it you don't have to change the original code you can easily make updates it's not like a product video where right you spend months making this beautiful product video and then the ui changes and then you have to redo the entire thing instead you could just go into our editor maybe if you don't want to show a section you could blur it you can also change text images all that um but we felt like the blurring was the kind of the one of the most like pop out thing like just changing the text isn't as showy it's like blurring it's like oh i instantly get that you can make edits to this ah that's interesting so like that really gets um it, it, you to your point you said it's that ha moment like you, you know you can't just you don't just capture you can actually update it and make changes uh to it particularly well the other thing that uh, you mentioned before we started recording is around this uh share function so once they've saved it there's you know, one of the steps is share share your demo here and then you know it gets you know the first thing i thought about is like i'm gonna click on this copy uh button and then share it to my team uh anything inter any interesting insight from from particularly this screen uh, that shows uh the share modal yeah i think one thing that we run to a lot and it's very ironic talking to you about this because it's kind of with app use is that people think sometimes that we're like app use that we are an in-app product tour platform. Um, so the reason we include this last slide was to make it very clear, like, we actually, we are not in app, we are an out and app experience where you can send a link of this interactive demo or embed it on your website, just like we're seeing here, like this is an interactive demo. Um, so we really wanted to add that in to make it very clear that we're not another we're not like an in app product tours. This is something that you use more for a prospecting or top of funnel. That makes a makes a ton of sense. I think that that sharing uh, is, it makes it obvious, like that. You know, you can't you, when's it when it's in app. I, I, you can't share app cues. <laughs> you can't share app cues uh, in app product tours to other people. But this makes it really clear. Absolutely, like the value is uh, I'm, you, from the previous steps is very clear. Like the, you capture it, you edit it, and tweak it to hide any private data as well as like really highlight any kind of special value proposition of the product. And then finally share it. I think that's the whole it, you know, within a few seconds, I understood what Nevatic does. And I think this is the power of interactive product demos. And I'm sure this is what other Nevatic customers are, are seeing is, is, is um, the value of this. Yeah, I think one of the best parts about having this interactive demo, and obviously what a lot of customers come to us is they're saying like, you know, people hop on our sales calls, or maybe they get into the free trial, and they, they don't really know what they're signing up for, mm. they're starting. Um, one thing I get into the habit of is listening to sales recordings. Like we use mm. Grain to do so, but we can also use Gong. And I love nothing more than hearing a prospect say, you know, I get it. I did the demo. So this is how it works. You just tell me a little more like, like I want to see it in action. But the fact that they already have an idea of what the product does before going into that first call, um, mm. it one just makes them more qualified and makes, makes, makes you know that they, they know what they're signing up for. Again, this isn't a mm. window shopper who's just like, oh, I just wanted to see right. what it was. But you also really speeds up the sales cycle. Um, mm. You know, we can do one quick demo. They understand it, get into some more nitty gritty features because they've already seen that overview. Mm. There's one thing that you mentioned there that I just want to highlight for folks. I think when people talk about the aha moment, and I get this all the time, it's like, oh, the aha moment is, you know, happens after somebody signs up and, you know, they're, they're clicking around. But 
the best aha moments, the very first aha moment should happen before somebody signs up, even before they do the call, because it makes the call a lot easier. It makes the whole free trial experience or freemium experience a lot easier because now people are motivated. So uh, that's really interesting insight that you that you shared there well, with that. And I, I think the final comment I want to share is around, you know, like you are you do you have any data around? I'm sure you have data around this with either Nevada customers. I'm guessing the the people who go through this uh, interactive product demos are a lot higher quality. They close qu quicker. They close more often. Uh, is that is that true? Or do you have any stats or any kind of numbers that kind of backs up that yes, it does improve conversion rates when they go through this interactive product demo? Yeah, I could talk through a few stats. Um, as far as more on the sales side, we had one customer, uh, Factory Four, who's now Zometry. Uh, they actually were able to cut their sales cycle in half by being able mm. to use these interactive product demos because, again, people were educated beforehand. Mm. Um, I'd also see generally, we see about, we've heard a few anecdotal stories of like 30% conversion rates increase when wow. putting these on the websites. Uh, one of, another really cool example I like to point out is a customer of ours, Accord. They wanted mm. to create this template gallery, similar to maybe like Canva, Miro, how they have this on their website, but they want to do this without having to bother product. Um, so they created a template gallery all with these interactive demos. So if you go in, you can go to Accord's website and say like, okay, how do I use this? Oh, here are real examples from real customers mm. of the templates they've created. And I can, you know, go through the demo, check it out. And they saw a 30% increase in conversion rate wow. across their entire website. Um, and just anecdotally, as I'd say, uh, more qualitative. I think you just hearing on the sales calls again and again, like, yeah, I have an understanding of it. I get mm. it. Um, we hear that a lot from customers too. Just like these are some of the most qualified leads that our sales team gets. I love it, and I'm I'm totally with you there. I think it's super exciting to to be seeing this more use in the market. Uh, I'm I'm curious as well as to you know people who are interested in getting started with interactive product demos. Do you have any best practice or tips that you would that you can share? I'm sure you've seen um, maybe dozens or even hundreds of interactive product demos interacting with Nevada customers. But what what are some some best practices? In terms of implementing these yeah the first thing i'll say is like i i would recommend just no matter what experimenting with more product mm. on your website so whether it's images videos or obviously we're a little biased towards demos but just start experimenting with whatever's fastest like just get your get your product more on your website mm. um, but as far as best practices for these demos so i mentioned before keeping it short you want to hook them in and then you can show them more later so what we always recommend the first flow we call it that first guide you know, eight to 15 steps max, and then have mm. a dual CTA at the end, one that points to like, you know, mm. get a demo or try a free trial. And then the second that says keep going. Um, mm. And then you can give them options to keep going and exploring, but not forcing them. And they get that aha moment right away. Um, the second big tip I'd say is we have a checklist functionality that we've seen a lot of success with. So uh, a lot of questions we get is like, what if I don't want to force someone to go through the entire demo? What if they just want to see you know, this one feature functionality or by use case, what if I sell the multiple personas and they just want to see what this would be like for their persona. We encourage using that checklist. So then you can go into the checklist and say, okay, I only want to go to, for example, going back to ramp, for example, like they have an accounting section. If I'm accountant. I don't care about all of ramp. I'm just going to go to the accounting section. I don't have to go through the entire demo. That's another uh, little bit over videos that we see for videos. You kind of have to watch the whole thing to see that part that applies to you. But the checklist, you can easily go in just like, yep, mm. this is good for me. 
Interesting. That makes a makes a ton of sense. And then for the other one, it's cute. Interesting that you're you're splitting it. Like for people who want to jump on a call, you can click here. For people who want to keep going, I'm guessing for product like companies, it's, it's you know sign up for a free trial, jump here, or you know if they don't have a free trial, you know go to that checklist or go to a different feature page uh, is where you would suggest for the keep going part. Is what I'm hearing. Yeah. All right. Or, or keep or keep doing more tours. Like you could build out mm. as many tours as you want. Um, so you can go, well, a lot of things we'll say is like, give the overview and then the next thing might be like, okay, now go to the specific feature. Like for us, maybe it's go to the editing functionality. Mm. Another really interesting, and it just, it just hit me now is, are you able to track like what tour somebody's seen so that, you know, like, hey, they've checked out this specific feature on our hunting software. When they jump on a sales call, you know, where that's what we're going to talk about versus the hundreds of other features that we have. It, I'm guessing that's that's a yes, but I just want to confirm because that's really interesting insight now because people talk all about PQL, this product qualified lead, but this could be a really interesting transition now to product demo qualified lead. I'm not entirely sure what it would be. It's so funny you mentioned that because I think an ideal world for me would be one day there's a demo qualified lead. Um, mm. But that's spot on what you said. We have, there are two different ways you can use this data. So at the individual level, we have integrations with HubSpot, Salesforce, and then also like Zapier segment. So you can send it places. So as a rep, I could go into my HubSpot, my Salesforce and see the person I'm speaking with, okay, the last flow that they visited, the thing that they're most interested in was all around accounting. I'm gonna focus in on accounting. Or you could use that data for qualification. Like we've created workflows in HubSpot where you know if they made it this far into the interactive tour, and then maybe layer in other HubSpot data. If they made it this far and they're this size and they're in this industry, send them to a salesperson. Like that's a high qualified lead versus yeah. if they only made it to step one, maybe we need to send them an email, follow up, mm. maybe send them even a shorter tour or something else that might interest them. Um, and then you could also on the aggregate level, see what are your most popular, see what are your most popular flows, which ones are getting, you know, they're getting the furthest along. And then that also is product feedback, right? Like if everyone mm. is going more to the accounting section let's say in the ramp example then it's like oh maybe we should develop this feature more that makes it makes a ton of time i'm really excited to hear that demo qualified lead you've heard it first here at the show but uh, <clears throat> it is super exciting to, to hear that i think like you, you know you're really showing the the value of the product even before people get into the product and you know that would improve you know in that product user onboarding experiences uh, as well and the question i i have is around there's this whole debate that I'm seeing around the marketing sphere around whether people should ask for the email upfront or ask for it after the demo and the product demo. I use, what, what are your thoughts around this for interactive product demos? Do you ask for it before people see the interactive product demo or um, ask for it after, you know, they've completed a few, few steps. It's funny because I think almost every single one of our customers ask us this question. Do we gate it or do we not gate it? Um, I always have a similar answer and, and the annoying marketing answer of it depends. I think, you know, if this is a lead gen tool, like you want mm. to follow up with these people, you want to be able to get in talk, talk with them. And also if you have a really built out tour, I would say, you know, don't do just like a really small tour if you're going to ask for the gate, like make sure it's really a value. But if it's a full length tour with eight different, you know, multiple flows in that checklist, I think that's fine to ask for the email, but then follow up in a valuable way. If I give my email, I'm not upset about it if I get a really relevant follow-up. Um, on the flip side, if your main issue that you're seeing right now is unqualified leads or on the flip side in a free trial, like a lot of pokers or people who are just kind of experimenting, 
you probably want to ungate it because you want those people to see the product and kind of disqualify themselves. Because if they see an email gate, they might just go book a demo anyways. Um, so it depends on your company and your goal really for it. Generally though, I'd say also like A-B testing is a best practice. Uh, we've been doing that internally, honestly, like A-B testing, gating versus not gating. I think it's easy to assume that customers will prefer one or the other will show results, but sometimes the best thing you can just do is test it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, an interesting uh, you know, analogy or story around that was with uh, when I was working at ProductLed, we made our, you know, our, our course ungated and it actually performed worse when when we ungated it. It's like, oh, well, that's interesting. People, less people were going, finishing it. Less people were, you know, um, getting through the very, very end. So super interesting uh, around us. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, just a couple more questions. Uh, one question before we, we end is any kind of experiments you're excited to try out next in terms of, you know, the, the interactive product demos or um, I heard your, there's something coming up next for, for Nevada in terms of uh, uh, something. I don't want I don't want to ruin for everybody, but maybe you can talk a little bit about what you're excited about to try out next. Yeah, I, I we have some big updates coming in the next few mm. months. I can't talk too much about it, but what I can talk about as part of those updates is a big website redesign. Mm. Um, and one thing we're going to be experimenting more and more is, like I said, using these product demos as far as, as I mentioned, on different pages, multiple product demos, um, potentially even showing things like integrations, like how can we have them throughout mm. the experience? And another thing we're thinking about that we're really excited on is how can we highlight our customers' demos more? We find mm. actually... And maybe that's our solution rather than trying to make our own. But the aha moment for us often happens when we show a customer example. Because right. when they see it real in the wild, they see these customers using it. It's also just like, oh, I could use it that way. I could use it that way. I didn't even mm -hmm. think about that. Um, so we're really thinking in this new website, like how can we make our customers the forefront? And in a lot of our marketing, that's what I try to think about in blog posts and social, all that. You know, our customer tours are awesome. Like how can we just spotlight them and the great work they're doing? Makes a ton of sense. And another idea just hit me around. It would it be cool if if um, somebody created a bunch of interactive product demos around products they know, like you know Canva or Miro, or you know maybe I'm not entirely sure, but you know it's like oh I, they understand already what the product does, but like seeing this uh, uh, you know library of these would be super super cool. Well, um, that's all the time we have. Thank you so much. One final question. Where can people find out more about you uh, and your work online as well? as so where can people find out more about interactive product demos and, and Nevada online as well? Yeah, so my work, just my LinkedIn as usual. Um, I try to post mostly about like Nevada or product demo best practices. Uh, if you can follow the Nevada page itself, like I said, you'll see some of those customer spotlights. You'll also see obviously some other things that we're doing. And then just our website, nevadic.com. It's going to get a big facelift coming up soon so you can see the before and after. Super excited. Thank you so much for your time, Natalie. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me.